Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, um, knock knock. Guess who? <laughs> it's not. Is it Mare Bear? Is it Mare Bear? Is it Married mm-hmm. at First Sight Wednesday? I. Girl, I'm wearing my Maths Hole shirt, as you can see, mm. um, for a couple of reasons. And yes, you can get one at the link in our bio on Instagram, or even my podcast, other shirts as well. But we're Maths Holes because we watch Maths Hole. And mm-hmm. also, there are people on the show that turn out to be the Maths Holes of the seasons. So I've, I'm wearing this in honor of a couple of those guys tonight. And I'm by guys, I mean the guys. Yeah, um all all yeah, uh the guys, I honestly except we're doing a lot right now. We got a lot on our plate. Um I know the whole world does this time of year. I would insist on a varsity maths hole for the guys alone in terms of a t-shirt, but I think, you know, in solidarity maths hole covers the the males this this season. It does. Um, Hi, guys. Thank you for being here. Tonight was quite an episode. We have a ton to get into. We're going to dive right in. Just a reminder that when we finish, we go over to Patreon and we keep going because we love talking about this show. We give you well over an hour, hour 15 or so here. And then we head over to Patreon because we can't can't stop talking. We have so many opinions and we just keep going. and it's only $7 a month. So please join us there. And then there's Sunday episodes as well. There's a ton of fun content. Um, Mary, how are you feeling tonight? <sighs> you know, I'm, you know, I'm always a little unsteady when we, when we meet up for this chat, I'm always on my back foot. I'm usually heated. I just feel like my, my fucking head's spinning a little bit. I know. And you mentioned this right before we started recording, but After Party was very insightful this evening. Yes. I feel it always is, but does it seem like maybe they're giving them, a, like taking the reins off of them a little bit this season on After Party, kind of saying that you can express more about things that have not been, we didn't see, like the off camera stuff? Yeah. I mean, honestly, some of the stuff we're hearing on After Party, it's to your point, it's way more than I think we've heard from the air quotes unseen footage in the past. And I love it. I absolutely love it. But it's, I can't imagine, I can't imagine how much more there is. But yes. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see some of that footage and not just see it on, hear it on After Party, but I'm glad they're letting them talk about it. I mean, I have so many thoughts. I do feel. It's the holiday season and, uh, you know, Orion kind of ruined December for us. No, he didn't, but he tried and we won't let what him. I mean the, the second <laughs> half of 23, Sarah, <laughs> he needs to own it. Okay. He needs to own it. Yeah. Well, that makes me re- think about, you know, the fact that I'm just very glad this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because we're very big fans of therapy and obviously on all seriousness, this time of year is a time of year that can be very hard for people for several reasons. Um, it can also just be overwhelming for people for good and bad reasons. To me, therapy is always good for you, regardless if it's because you're going because you feel down or because you are feeling good and just need to sort through that. I, I'm a big advocate of it. So I'm really glad that we have better help. Mary, I know that you're a big fan. 
Oh, I'm a huge fan. And like I say, uh, the fact that I can have this experience and get therapy from my couch is a huge thing. Um, but again, this is such a stressful time of year. It's just therapy can be something to look forward to, make you feel grounded. And for me, it definitely gives me the tools like just to help manage everything that's going on. That's right. And of course, obviously, we have a code for you. So if you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. So it's the season of giving, and we're going to give you a code. <laughs> oh, aren't I fun? BetterHelp.com slash podcast today, and you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash podcast. 10% off your first month. Um, I don't even really know where to start tonight, Mary. I'm going to let you pick. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, okay. Well, I'm going to, let's just start with Emily and Brennan. Oh, what do you think wow. about that? Wow. Well, that's, okay. that's why you don't let me pick. I know. I thought usually when we're, you know, we're going off about something, you want to, um, you Actually, you know it. what? I'm, all right. I'm waffling. No. I'm waffling. Nope. I'm waffling. Nope. You no, said I'll tell it. You we're what. starting with Emily and Brennan. You know where nope, we're no, no, no. start? No. All we're right. starting with Emily and Brennan. You said it. Um, right. This is this is why people tune in so they can just listen to us decide where to start. By the way, if any of you are in Syracuse, December 29th through the 31st, please come see me at the Syracuse Funny Bone. It's my birthday, the 29th, and the New Year's Eve is the 31st. Most of you probably already knew that. And uh, come to Syracuse, funnybonesarahcolona.com for tickets. Oh, my God. Go see Sarah. That is such a fun club. Um, I, listen, I I, I, meet, I said Emily and Brennan, and I'm going to stick with it, okay? Mm-hmm. You wanted to get but me mad off the po- top. That's fine. Go. I did. I like, I like, because sometimes we don't hit the gas till we've got 20 minutes left of going over an hour and our significant others are knocking on the door and sending us mean text messages. So I thought, let's, why not dive right in? Okay. Listen, they all move into a nice ass apartment. I'm just putting that out there. I'd like to thank the franchise for stepping it up this year. Those were beautiful apartments. Okay. Do you agree? Yes. Okay. Emily psyched with the place that, you know, Brennan says he's excited that they're to move in together. They're, they're going to have mutual respect for each other. It didn't, it didn't last like that, Sarah. And that's why I don't start these things. I, he is this guy, first of all, she's, she's so positive. And I know we talked about this last week. She came off as, you know, she was going to be the party girl. Everyone thought she was going to be too mature, immature. She's the, she's trying. She's being very mature. She's being very expressive She's trying to get him. She's being, uh, she's taking too much of the, she's taking blame that she shouldn't be taking. And it, even when she, they sat down with Cal, she said, we didn't think this, we didn't think, she was, it was him. And I'm like, oh, either this, she, either this asshole is going in the, in telling her, you say that we agreed on this, or she's just a nice person, overly nice, trying to make him look better. I don't know which it is, but she did not, she was taking responsibility for things that she didn't do wrong in that conversation. I mean, that she didn't agree um, to. Kale sniffed it out right away too. It literally was like when someone's being held captive, like somebody's been kidnapped and then like the cops come to the door of the captor's house and they open the door and the captive is behind him going, you better not fucking say anything. That's what it felt like with Emily. 
answering any of these questions. It was, and he even was like, okay, but I want you to answer the way, you know, from your brain and your heart, not whatever. And he, you can just tell that he is, what's the word? Just being, not like threatening behind the scenes, but he'd be in an asshole. He's he's controlling. He's giving me the real creeps. I just thought he was boring before. I was, I've nicknamed him B-Bag. Every time I write a note about him, I just write down B-Bag said. Oh my God, that's fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah, you're welcome, Brennan. You're a (laughs) B-Bag. Big old B-Bag. Big old B-Bag. I mean, the way he, you know, she's loving the apartment. Um, The way she says, uh, I'm excited. Are you excited? And he's like, yeah, I'm excited. Anyway, I I think I'm just going to go home. Everything's so clipped. And obviously, we're seeing that he's concerned about how he comes across on camera. Obviously, he didn't know he was being, it didn't seem like he knew he was being filmed last week when he got all pissed off when she said the, do you like to have fun thing? That was brought up on After Party too. Uh, on after party, Emily brought up that he was yelling at her in front of everyone and raised his voice in front of everyone um, on the last night of the honeymoon. So, and that wasn't on camera apparently. So he, and then he said something else during that meeting about how you know you have to be mindful of how you come across off on camera. I'm like, well, you're 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 completely, completely doing yourself a disservice by what because you're coming across as an asshole. So yeah. if you're listening, what Brennan, I'm sure he's not. B-bag, your B-bag, Christian name. Your attempt to make yourself look good is making you look very bad. And I don't, I, I always try to be sort of understanding that, oh, there are, you know, cameras and everyone can act. No, now he's just trying to be two different people. And that's not what this is. Well, and it feels like this isn't, he kind of has that. Jekyll Hyde feeling a little bit because it's like, you know, he's got a mean side because you can what you can see when he gets pushed, whether it's Cal or whoever it is asking a question and he's hit the point where he doesn't want to talk that much, which, again, he has barely even, you know, towed the the water of deep issues of communication and he when he gets pissed he looks like he's gonna start fuming like there's like red smoke is gonna come out of his ears and it's fucking like it's it's creepy to me like you he gives me the creeps in that way too i don't understand i don't know how he got on this show we talked about this before i don't get it i don't see what the experts they can say all they want but he he's a pull cord toy of a guy that just says the right answers, very generic ones. Oh, very generic. I mean, she was talking about how he never says anything kind to her. He always compliments the other women. I mean, and and to say, you know, we're all over the place, obviously. But when even when she went to his house and she's just like, "Look, I like that. I like, I like your bar cart." I mean, she's just trying to be positive about anything. And his, she yeah. even said she liked his bedroom, which looked like a serial killer's bedroom, by the way. It was like <laughs> the comforter. I, I was like, what? What are you, 15 with that comforter uh, that was like all over the place? It looked like a nightmare. And then the, and then the, <laughs> and then the, um, the TV stand was so close to the bed oh. that like they, there was not enough room. You would have to like turn basically and face the bed and then like scooch over to the other side to get around and over to that side of the bedroom. So I don't know. I mean, I maybe, apparently, I don't- <laughs> maybe he lost the remote. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. It up. Yeah. yeah, it's like right. I mean, I was 
anyway, so she's being all positive. She's like, oh, I tried to have plants, you know, but they die. And he's like, hmm. Uh, that was his, every time she said anything, yeah. she's at your house, dude. Just, okay. Here's my thing about what I was saying about be, wanting to be, you know, I don't want to come across a certain way on camera. I don't want to be mean on camera. Well, by just shutting down, you're being mean. And she even said that to him on the couch after they talked to Cal. She said, you, you, she's just like, I just need to know if you're attracted to me. I wouldn't want anyone to say that to me. Well, obviously that's him saying he's not. And right. then, and she said, well, you just answer the question. He's like, no, I'm not saying anything. I'm like, you're an idiot. You're so dumb. You are so immature. I, I do want to have a sit down with the experts about this one. I really, I, I need to, I need to see his, all of his footage from when he spoke to them. <laughs> and I need to see exactly, I want to, I want them to point out the moments to me that they thought that this tool should be on there <laughs> with, with this sweet, bubbly personality who was in her I, first relationship. And like I said, we thought that was a red flag. She's like, she's so at the, I mean, she's the one trying to have conversation. She's the one try. I mean, she's, she's putting all this work in. No, I, why did you make me start with this? I'm so mad. I, this is my favorite version of you when I, I, you know, I know you can hear our voices, but I can see the rage and the throbbing uh, veins in our faces and stuff. No, listen, I, I want to talk to the experts for a bunch of reasons, but um, on After Party tonight, Nicole Haynes, I believe, was the guest along yes, with Emily I know and Nicole. Ryan. Oh, she, I went yeah, to- I. I went oh, really? to a basketball. I went to a basketball game with her in Arkansas. Very randomly, she we have a mutual friend. Oh and, no way! Well, she, it's a good friend of hers. It's someone I just kind of know. Um, no, no big deal. Just the head coach's wife. But um, oh, no Danielle, big deal. wonderful lady. And she happened to <laughs> invite me to a game, and Nicole was there. They're really good friends. And then afterwards, I was like, "Wait!" I saw her on Married at First Sight, and I messaged her, and I was like, "We're both maths holes. <laughs> Who knows?" Oh, that is uh, so. Yeah, that's a small world. First of all, a basketball game together. Second, in Arkansas. Like in Arkansas, yeah, it was very <laughs> yeah. random. But um, oh. she, she, I loved her insight tonight. Anyway, keep yes, going. yes, no, I did too. But the million dollar question it came up, and I can't even remember which couple they were talking about. But she's like, "I thought you, you all had to move in." with each other. I thought them's were the rules. Like, come on. First of all, when Brennan said that, when they got to the apartment or whatever, and he was like, uh, yeah, you know, suggest taking a few days off. You could just see in her face. She's like, excuse me. And then, and then he said, and then he needed to take a step back to see how he feels before moving into there. That's not, it's not the show. That's not what you signed up for. Okay. It's no. not like people go on Jeopardy and then they just say, you know, they tap out. You know, I'm not feeling final Jeopardy, even though I'm in the weeds here. No, you got to finish the fucking show. There, please, Mary, finish the fucking show. If I could, I, yes. These, I, I mean, right now, I want, I literally want someone, I know they're done filming. I know the show is airing after they've already done filming. But if they were filming in real time, I'm telling you right now, I would go to Burbank Airport because it's closer in LAX to me. And I would get a flight to Denver and I would find Emily and I would sneak her out in the middle of the night. And I would be like, we're not, we're not going back there. We're not going no. back there. You're done. I, honestly, I'd take, I think I'd come with you and I think we'd grab all of them. The yeah. Girls. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I don't, I, I don't, I mean, I, and I don't usually feel this way. We definitely, we've had very strong opinions about uh, women uh, who have been maths holes as well. 
uh, just oh yeah, to it's not a norm, right? Yeah, but this season, I'm just shook by shook by the men. Um, and someone someone wrote us a message and called. I think they called Orion a baby bitch, but now I want to call Brennan oh. one too. And it's just oh. a really funny term. I, my favorite. <laughs> it's a funny term. I know you said it once before and it really made me laugh. But I just – the whole thing about not – I just need time. Oh, that's when he, That's when I thought of the baby bitch thing that made me laugh because he's like, yeah, I'm just really drained from spending every night together. And and I get it. As a woman who didn't get married till she was 40 and never lived with anyone, a, a partner – well, one other, but he didn't count. But um, I <laughs> – is he was the worst. It was like he wasn't there anyway. So, but I understand it being overwhelming to suddenly have someone in your space all the time. But I don't understand what these people thought they signed up for. Emily has never been in a relationship. She hasn't been past the third date, she said. And she is jumping in with both feet, looking to do everything and try everything and make everything work and give him all the benefits of the doubt. So you tell me who is the more mature one here, B-bag. Yeah, be back. This it's funny. It's funny you should say that about the baby bitch comment because I'm looking at my notes that it right here what it says. He needs to step back and see how he feels before moving in together. Period. Pussy. Period. That's what I've written. <laughs> um, but I I also I find it so entertaining. He's so aware of the cameras, and I. I honestly think the cameras are an- they're another cast member to to this show because there's no way that you can have a completely organic experience when you're being filmed 24/7. I get it. However, he's so aware of them and he's so aware of his reputation. He knew he knew ahead of time how looking bad on camera could affect him or his family or his life because he's making that clear throughout this entire season. So why do the show? So why do the show? To quote from the previews, which we saw for next week, I don't know who that girl in a wig. Oh, no, she said she's Emily's friend. She was wearing a wig. I don't know what oh, they must have geez. been. I guess they're having a wig party. But Fingers it looked, crossed. It, yeah. it didn't look like a, like a nice wig. Like I have friends that wear wigs. and like, But this one, it was like she ran into a gas station on her way somewhere. Which, yeah. yeah. No, and he was wearing one too. So clearly they're yeah. having some kind of wig party. But it looked like an SNL sketch, to be honest with you. And I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to see that episode, by the way. that I think it's because it's, it's for next week. But she was the woman. She, she was like, Why, you're married to my best friend. Why are you here? And even though she looked ridiculous in her giant wig and Britta was wearing like a floppy blonde one and there was an, I don't know, but I, she was right. Why? Yeah. Why? If you're this concerned about it, that you can't be authentic on camera, that you can't. And of course, I understand not wanting to hurt someone's feelings, but how do you think saying, well, are you attracted to me? Well, I'm not going to answer that because I wouldn't want anyone to tell me that. Well, okay. Well, we know what that answer is. So it's like, and and this is part of it. As she said, she it's not, I hated how upset she was when he I talked know. about the romantic thing and she was crying. And she said, I know it's not a reflection on me. And I hope she does know that because, and that's the thing to give, to give everyone on this show a break. Okay. To be completely diplomatic. If you just don't feel it for someone, I understand. Okay. I understand that. And 
but the thing that you have to do in that case then is either either just say I don't I know I signed up for this. I mean, this I don't encourage this obviously because Orion did it and I think it's bullshit and the runaway bride did it and I but um if you're going to act this badly, if you're going to make it to where this girl is is can't even get you to talk to her to, you know, share anything and then you only are going to turn on when you're on camera and then you're going to act like you're trying to protect her feelings, just cut out now or just be kind. I mean, yeah, he, I, I, yeah. he had a little word art thing in his house too that said, be kind. I could read it. They blurred it out, but I could see it. And I was like, oh, oh really? Oh, really? Be kind? Because that's all you have to do. I mean, you're clear. You know, you're hurting her feelings. You know, you're being an asshole about things. Like that's not, it, you, sit her down and say, look, I don't know what it is. I really wish I was attracted to you. I think you're awesome. And for some reason, I'm just not. It's clearly nothing to do with you. There's just not that connection for me. And and just and be and just say it. It's gonna hurt her feelings, but it's not gonna hurt as much as this. I I think it's his I think he has an inability to express himself. I think he's a poor communicator and that and that is it, it's making him look so bad because attraction is so many things. I mean, when he said, when Cal said, what do you like about her? He's like, oh, I like her energy. I like that she's bubbly. I like she makes things fun. You know, he, that was the only time I can kind of remember him actually using his words and saying nice things about her. (laughs) But all he would have to do or in that situation and even is to say, it's not, there's nothing specific about you that I'm not attracted to. It's just I'm not having romantic feelings. I, you know, I really like everything. Like, I, I just feel like there's a way to have a conversation with, like, no, I, I wouldn't want someone to tell me. Cause what's he, he's acting like she's got, you know, a, a fifth nose or something uh, hanging off her asshole. I don't know. That doesn't even make sense. But like, <laughs> I don't understand. We're dwelling on this so much. And I will, I'm glad she's a confident girl because she did get upset when he said this. But, I would have, I would have created, there would have been memes about me because I would have been like, oh, you, you don't think I'm attractive? Why don't you take a look in the mirror, you piece of shit? I would have gotten so <laughs> mad and I would be, I would just cut below. I would just go deep. I would just be so hurt that I would start. I would just, I don't know, just flinging insults because I'm very, I'm not mature myself. <laughs> Well, honestly, I, I that's the thing. She is being so mature about it and she's being sweet and she still keeps saying there was something there. And so I feel like um, you know, that's that that we can get back to that. She's really wanting to feel whatever she felt from the honeymoon. And I he that whole conversation where um I mean Cal at least said, you know, you you keep having these expectations of where you should be. He said to him, but this isn't the norm. So don't have expectations. Like just cause you're married doesn't mean you were supposed to already be this far along. You married a stranger, all that. But then later when she was talking to him on the couch about it and she said, um, that she agreed with what Cal said and said, you know, in some of the self sabotage that you're doing. And he went, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Like he's yeah. so yes. unwilling, he's so unwilling <laughs> to even listen to any feedback and, and, and just, exp- 
and express himself. And it's really, it's doing him a disservice. It's doing her a huge disservice. It's doing us a disservice because I come in here. So I didn't want to be mad tonight. It's a nice Wednesday. I know. I know. It's a nice Wednesday. We're creeping into the holiday season here. I didn't want to be upset either, Sarah. And you bring up that self-sabotage comment. I thought that was so interesting when Emily was like, she said, or she's like, yeah, I kind of, like Kale said a lot of the things that I'd been thinking. So they must have, you know, had quite a conversation that we didn't see if they kind of went deep in maybe the reasons that he's acting like that, which I wouldn't mind seeing some of that, you know? I know. I know. Well, that's the thing is, I mean, even Orion on After Party said his their conversation <gasps> was four hours with Pia. Four hours. I can't even... I would have. Lauren needs, um, I hope she's on vacation. I just hope she went on vacation after that. I honestly, I love her. I don't want to see her the rest of the season. I want her to be somewhere sunning on a beach, living her best life because she's been through all these conversations. But to that point, when Emily talked about it on After Party and she said, you know, that he was, um, that she asked him about sex. Oh, and what did he say? We're going to have sex when you're in the circle of trust. I, 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 that's the second time I've heard that reference. His reference, reference he, meet the parents. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I, I, like, who, who do you think you are? First of all, there, there's no, first of all, when you're in the, okay, so when you're allowed into my circle, that's when I will finally give you something. That's when, uh, you know, to even, even forget that it was about sex. Like he's acting like it's all about him. Right. When like she, she has to earn it. Yeah. What? She has to work. Her, like that is such bullshit. It, that, yeah. that is the, the, that's why I came into this so mad because that is so shitty to, to you're in a, it's I, two people, it's two people relationships, not one. And talking about, you know, oh well, you get in when you when you're in the circle of trust. Yeah, I'd be I mean, like, okay, the circle of trust is what I call my vagina, and you'll never be in the circle of trust, you <laughs> giant piece of dog shit. <laughs> Ugh. Circle of crust. <laughs> I, I want to be. I, <laughs> I want to be in the circle of crust with Clint. Remember, he used to say, "Get into the crust." I lo- that was oh, fun because he was boy. fun. You know, he was fun. Yeah. Brennan could take some lessons from that. You can say things fun. Um, let's talk about Claire and Cameron a little bit right. because they're my only hope. And um, <laughs> they're com- they're really are coming around. They're really entertaining this couple. They're so I can't figure out. I can't figure them out, but sh- I can tell that she's gotten his sense of humor more. Yeah, just, it took a little he, while. Yeah, he's just got that dry. Um, you know, when he was joking around about the stuff in the sink or whatever, I think the first day she would have been like, Jesus Christ, get off my ass. But today she's like, I get it. I know. All right. I'll get the sink. You know, yes. it was, I can yeah. tell that they, um, are starting to get each other. I mean, even, uh, you know, I think at the beginning we thought, oh, she's always giving him a hard time. She mentioned his shorts were too short and then he just kind of pulled them up higher and, I, they're kind of fun. Are I they going to explode too, or do we got one good one this uh, season? I hope so. I mean, the fact that they're going, <laughs> yeah, I'm losing a lot of faith, but to your point, I see, I see a little hope. I see a little hope with them. I, I mean, listen, she tried Vegemite. If that's not effort, okay, 
She's a she's a team player. When she went to see his space, you know, I I just think she's become in my eyes and with him maybe a little like just a little bit more lighthearted, a little more go with the flow, you know, and and I do like that she kind of still speaks her mind. Like when she went into his apartment or whatever, she's like, she's like, oh, your apartment makes sense for your personality. But no, it's nice. No, I like, no, but I like it. Like, you know, I just really enjoy that kind of little backhanded compliment. But um, yeah, no, it makes me laugh. I know. And they, they do have, um, there was something else. Oh yeah. The spiders. She was just (gasps) like, okay, I'm getting out of here. I don't. Yeah. Cameron, listen. Oh, seem like a nice guy. We got to more than just a trap for the spiders. You got to move. Spiders had thighs. I wouldn't have even <laughs> finished the, the little tour there. Okay. That like made my, I will dream about spiders tonight. It made I me know. very upset. I know. Well, she was a real champ about it. She was even like, okay, I'm just going to go upstairs now, but she still <laughs> waited. And Oof. but yeah, there, it's funny because they were talking about moving in together and she has never lived with a significant other. He has, and not only a significant other, but their entire family, he laid it out, which I don't know if he has said that before, but I was very yeah. shook to find out that he lived with a, a woman and her parents and that and the brothers and sisters or something, like a whole house full of people. So no wonder he's like, whatever, we can move in. I can, it's just one person. This is awesome. Yeah. I was at a brothel before. This will be easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like, though, the way they communicate about that, right? Because he says, I'm a little less nervous than you because I've been there. And she says, yeah, I think that's right. She she agrees with them. She doesn't take offense to it. She doesn't try to say, no, I can get this. She, I feel that they, they have a pretty good communication, even though he, what was it that he said? Um, He's like, I don't know what I'll do to annoy you. And then she said, well, I'll be transparent. And he said, well, I like to just see how bad things can get before I say anything. And she's like, let's not do that. Let's. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's uh, maybe not. Let's, let's not do that. That's a, that's a bad idea. So that's true. Yeah. She's like, that's not very proactive. Let's not have to call the fire department. You know, let's just have a chat. But um, no, I do. I do very much. Like that, they don't make me nervous. I don't cringe when they're together. I feel like they're both very thoughtful about the other person. I mean, even you go as far as when they were talking to Dr. Pepper and he brought up the topic of, um, was it, or was that them shit about religion? Yeah, they talked about religion. Mm-hmm. Okay. He said yeah. he was raised Christian and he was kicked out of a church for speaking up against something that he needed to at 10 years old. So I'd really like oh, more I details know. on that. Yeah. I was like, Me Ugh. too. Me too. But yeah, so when when he said something about, you know, if he had children, he would basically tell them the world is gray and that religion, religion doesn't necessarily adequately prepare them for, for everything, something like that. And Claire immediately goes, I respect that. I don't agree, but I totally respect it. Like they're very respectful of each other and it doesn't even sound like they're just saying it to to sound good. I feel like they truly do. I, I agree. And it's refreshing, especially given everyone else this episode. Um, and I'm not, Becca's a delight, but um, Austin's mm-hmm. really uh, put, just circle in the drain right now for me, but um, <laughs> it's one of my favorite. <laughs> it's one of my favorite, and I and it, talking about him with that, it actually makes so much sense. <laughs> it's just, 
He's it's killing so me. I think he's a sweet guy, but he's just like, he's yeah. killing me. But um, <laughs> just like, again, another one where I'm like, what, what, what made you guys think that this guy has any, any of the tools of the abilities to, I, I mean, we'll get to it, but, um, and it is interesting too, because now we had two religious conversations this episode. And yeah. back in Austin's, I really can't wait to dive into that because it was pretty intense. But um, again, this seems very much something that needs to really be worked out by the experts before it, it needs to be hammered. How important is this to you? How much are you going to feel if it's this, this? And if you, and and maybe people aren't honest about it, right? I mean, right. I, in, in this case, I think Claire probably was honest and said, "I, I this, I am, uh, you know, I'm a Catholic, and I am now now more so religious because I lost my brother. However, I'm very open minded about other people's religions. If she said that, she's telling the truth because she's been really, he's not religious, and she doesn't seem at all judgmental or anything about it, right? So, right. but. I have questions about the Becca and Austin thing on on that, but um, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can see. First of all, we got a dog. We got Lenny. Oh, little Lenny, and boy, boy was, boy was Cameron vying very quietly for <laughs> Lenny's attention. And I'll tell you what, it's like the law of attraction. Dogs and babies—they know when you want them to look at you, and they just won't do it. Because I've they been do- there. I've been Cameron. Oh, I've been there a million times, especially mm-hmm. usually when I look at, if I try to be cute with the baby, they start crying and then that's, <laughs> that'll really, that'll really make you feel like shit for a, for sure. a good week. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you're just like, oh, I just, all I did was go, and they go, ah, you're like, okay. I feel like sort of they just make eye contact and they can, they smell an asshole. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, yeah, he was, and that was cute. I thought it was so funny when he was like, "I'm a dog person." If you know, if it's a nice dog, and maybe this dog's just not like a people person or something. But um, I don't know. There, there, there wasn't a ton with them other than that. But it was nice to see two people just not being judgmental of each other. Just yeah. communicating, just getting each other's sense of humor. Boy, did he learn from the airport because in the beginning when they were leaving the honeymoon, he was on that on that moving walkway with her, just standing right next to her. Had his arm, he was leaned all the way down, real uncomfortable because he has to go all the way, you know, has to go down pretty far yeah. to get his arm around her neck. And he's just like leaned down and he's like, I'm riding on this uh route walkway. I'm not walking past her. I'm not ahead of her. Look at me, camera. No. Look at me. I'm with Claire on the moving walkway. And so good job, Cameron. He, he also takes notes and, and listens to him. Yeah. Lessons are learned. And you know what? I, I do have hope for them. I, I'm not necessarily sure that they're going to be hitting the sheets soon, but if they were going to, boy. Well, if they were going to, we suggest that they do it in the most comfortable way possible with our favorite attitude sheets. They're clean, made from clean bamboo. They feel like silk. They're the most comfortable fabric you'll ever feel. We totally mean it. Claire and Cameron, you guys, either if if, if you're living separately or together, try them out. Have a nice romp on them. 
We're rooting for <laughs> you. Uh, Attitude is sustainable bedding. We're big fans of that. It's made from the world's first non-toxic bamboo fabric, free from harmful chemical chemicals, better for you, better for the planet. I gift gifting the hell out of these this Christmas season because I love yes. them. And we have a code that I'll give you after Mary chimes in about her love. I love these. You know, I do. They're unbelievably soft. They're super gentle on all hair and skin types, hypoallergenic. I sleep like an angel because I do not sweat anymore. They keep me at an optimal comfort level and body temperature. No joke. Get them for yourself. Give them as gifts. They are the best. That's right. And there's a 30 day, 30 nights risk free to return them. You won't want to, but it's there just in case because they stand behind their product. Attitude, E T T I T U D E dot com slash my podcast for $25 off your betting order. E T T I T U D E dot com slash my podcast, $25 off your betting order. Go get something good for you, good for the planet, and good for your rumps. <laughs> um, <laughs> romp, what am I, my dad? Like, who am I romps. talking like? Well, little romp nice in the hay. Romp. Yeah. Romp in the, yeah. No, my dad also never said that either. So I don't know who I turned into just now, but you were someone's dad. Um, that's true. I could be. Um, speaking of that, if not not speaking of actually off subject, but you guys should join our Are You My Podcasters group on Facebook if you haven't already. Lively threads. They were going wild tonight for obvious reasons, and they go wild every week. Um, and it's just a really fun group, so you should join that. Can we talk about Becca and Austin? Yes, we are going to. So swirling around the drain. <laughs> Listen, what tell me tell tell me your thoughts. I I know you have some thoughts. I I just I I feel like she it's it's similar. It's similar in certain ways to Emily and Brennan, but without I don't find Austin to be like a deep, I don't think he's like a mean, I don't think he's um, controlling. I don't think he's trying to fit a certain narrative. I just think that he is immature. Yeah. And I think, I think he's a nice guy. I just wouldn't want to be married to him. Yeah. And I think, you know, we talked about in the beginning how they had so much in common that it was, <laughs> look at you. Oh my God, I married myself. And as you Yes. Very well pointed out that that's going to get old after a while. And now I think it already has for Becca because she wants to dig deeper. And I don't see him doing that. Even when they're, even in their conversation with Cal, which was a good conversation, I just felt that she was sharing a lot and he was just almost a bit of a deer in headlights in some of it, even though I appreciated his openness to have that conversation. And I know that's not an easy thing to have, but. I just, that, I don't know. Maybe I'm off base. Do you feel this way about him? No, I, I do feel that way. I think, I don't think you're off base at all. It's exactly how I'm feeling about him. I I guess the one thing that confuses me a little, and I'm sure Beck is confused by this also, is, and Kale, they're, they're physical. Like even Kale goes like, look at you two, you know, you guys are all lovey dovey. How long did it take you to get close physically? And Austin's like pretty quickly. Tell me 20 bucks that at that point in the conversation, Kale did not think that they had been to the bone zone in pound town penetration station because <laughs> that's how they act. But then when you find out that they haven't and that it's because 
he he likes to move at a slow pace and you're like, wait, what? Are you guys just BFFs? What's happening? I know. And I find that part's weird to me. I and and again, I get it. I'm not saying everyone needs to bone a stranger, even if they're married to them. I understand everyone has different thoughts on this and I respect them. She obviously is ready to, as she's said. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I just, wait, what? I am so sorry. I just thought of something, but this is like I must just be a big old hoe. Cause I go in my life. I would probably, when I was single, it would be more comfortable to almost go to Pound Town than to just make out sober all the time. <laughs> like, that's a very intimate thing. Like, you're just kissing all the time. And, like, to me, that's just, that feels so, so uh, violating. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know that there's something wrong with me and that clearly I don't even, I don't even know why I just said this out loud into a microphone, but it just, I'm, Oh, like I'm thrilled you- that you did. I, I just, I could just picture you being like, uh, we're not going to make out. Okay. I mean, I'll fuck you, but we're not making out. That's Listen, a little too much, right? sir. Yeah. I'll take my pants off, but I'm not brushing my teeth. Okay. I don't know who you think I am. No, I don't mean it like that, but do you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, it's this good. Di- pretty woman, you know, pretty woman. Julia Roberts, she she was a lady of the night, and she she didn't ever want to kiss, you know, because kissing is very intimate. I don't have a point to this. I'm just saying. I, I think it, I'm I, I'm only just sitting here to watch you spiral because it's uh, so fun for me. But um, do you I have? Agree can with you, you understand what I mean at I, all? I 100 percent do. Okay. To be serious, I 100 percent do. Thank you. And um. I would, God, I wish you were an expert because there would be nothing funnier (laughs) than if like you were sitting there and Austin said, I just need a little more time to get that intimate. And you were like, well, why don't you just fuck her and make out with her in like a couple of months when you feel closer to her? Because this is, that's the easy part, buddy. Seriously. (laughs) I mean, seriously, you could play your N64 while you're doing it. You know what I mean? You can't do it while you're making out. I mean, you could literally, she could sit on your lap. You could both have your own. Anyway, I just guess that there's just part of me. And it's Mary. not. Oh, it's not. They could, I, Mary. Uh, yeah. Mary. They could yeah. play N69. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I couldn't let that go. Oh, Sarah. And I am so glad. I am so glad you didn't. That's when you carry me, you know, when I don't see it and you swoop in. I N sixty nine. That N69. if we if we titled these episodes, it would be N sixty nine. I just well, I, I know that was off the beaten path. It was wonderful, <laughs> and everyone needed to hear it, and everyone needs Sorry. to sit down and think about it now too. Okay. What would you rather Thanks. do? And <sighs> listen, I and I don't even know. Who knows? Maybe they'll. Maybe they'll bone next week or in a couple of weeks or something. I can't really they get better. a read on how she's so cute going over to his house and trying on hats and there's a she's lot of like hats. She's the most fun. And she's adorable and she's gorgeous and she just seems very, again, she's bubbly. Well, he, and he is too. Again, he seems like a nice guy. I think he does. when I was already mad at uh, a couple of guys and then, <laughs> and then he comes in. 
when they were in his house, this is what gave me a, a pretty large red flag, um, was that he started saying, well, I thought after this, okay, we're not even, we just got home from the honeymoons and already he's <laughs> saying, why don't we live separately after this, even if things are going well? Because we have, I figured we'd write out the thing with our leases or whatever. And she says, um, yeah, well, mine's month to month, so I can yeah. pretty much do whatever. And then again, okay, just not picking up on anything here. He goes, yeah, well, I mean, but I, I have a roommate, so it's not like you'd want to live here. I mean, you live by yourself. And she's like, yeah, that's yeah. why I thought, you know, you'd move into my place. It's in his brain at the end of this, he still wants to live with the comfort of just his roommate. Yeah. Yeah. He's already thinking that way and not, and I don't, and I, maybe it was just stream of consciousness. Maybe he hadn't really thought about what he was saying, but for me, it just made me sit up a little too tall in my seat and <laughs> get a little, and then I thought about just put, putting my head in the fireplace, but it's a gas fireplace and I couldn't yeah. figure out how to open it because I couldn't <laughs> take it. I just thought, why do you want to do that, Austin? And he said it so matter of fact too. Like you said, like it was kind of like, oh, well, I just figured, you know, that's what we do. You know, married this, we had all this fun, had all this making out, hung out with some people and a random, it's, I think we got to go back to basics with the casting of this show. There has to be, I want, you know how it's a legal marriage? I want it to be a fucking legal housing arrangement. I want it to be legal I want I want them to have to wear ankle monitors. Then they can't leave the house like they're on some form of probation. They got something. We need something to keep like these a, people in it. Like a married at first sight, love after lockup combo. Something yes. where somebody has to be checking in with a with a parole officer. Yeah, like house arrest. Yes. yes, because I don't it. Especially, and Becca didn't seem to really let it bother her the way it bothered me, but I thought, God, he's already thinking this, when this is over, they're going to live in their separate places because he, and I think there might, and that also alerted me that he might be a little bit, bit immature in that sense too of not ready for change, doesn't understand. Oh God, no, I wouldn't, I, but I have a roommate, you know? Well, <laughs> I mean, and isn't that fun? No. This is this is gonna probably get me some some hate comments, but I'm not saying that if you are in your however old he is, whatever late twenties, and living with a roommate that you're not ready for marriage. But I think maybe a deeper a deeper look should be taken. And I'm just saying that he's seems to be a really good roommate. And that's okay, but that doesn't mean he's going to be a really good husband. You know what I mean? Like, I just think, it, it, I don't know. No, I see what you're saying. I, I think it's more of the, I, I understand people with rent and whatnot are having sometimes have roommates for, for who knows how long. That doesn't really bother me. But the fact that I don't think he wants to not have a roommate, I think that he wants to stay well, in that yeah. situation. I think he it, wants... A buddy. I think he wants to play N64. And well, that's yes, exactly. Yeah. You, I didn't exactly what you just said. He, I don't, 
for money issues and money reasons, totally. I mean, I'd let Mark and I would let someone move in right now if they wanted to pay for (laughs) part of the rent. No, like I get it. But his first thought of, oh, it it isn't let's work this out, me and Becca. It's, well, I'm with my roommate. You know, we have uh, Taco Tuesdays, so I don't see this working out. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a few months. You know, yeah. Like it just, it seems like he's he's got a, he's got card games set up that he needs to deal with before he can move in with his wife. Wouldn't want to pull out the pull the rug out from under her. You know, we have that uh, <laughs> that weekly thing. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah. Well, when they met with Cal and had that religion conversation, um, I really. As mad as I am at the experts this episode, I really appreciated how Cal handled that. Yes. How he spoke about it. And this is Pastor Cal. Okay. Right. So even it I really appreciated that because obviously that can be such a touchy thing. And when Becca got emotional and said that she just hasn't really ever met um anyone who is she hasn't met many Christians who didn't want to change her mind, including she said some of her closest friends tell her that because she's Jewish, she's going to hell. Right. That's what yep, she said. Yep. I'm not, yeah. And, um, I can't imagine <laughs> having to, to, to feel that in relationships. So for Cal to, to basically saying, look, Austin, what is your faith based on? And he's like, love, kindness, you know, living a good life. And she says the same thing. And Cal's like, you guys aren't, there's no difference here. It's just labels. Right. And I thought he really handled that well. And honestly, it gave me (laughs) tool ideas, how to handle religion conversations with people in the future. I thought that's a God, I wish I would have thought of some of these things when I hear people butt heads about it. But I, I felt like he I felt like he made Becca feel good in that moment but I didn't Austin's just a little bit yeah sure same so I can't really get I couldn't I didn't feel very good at the end that he had absorbed the things that Cal had said and um that had had changed I'm just wondering <laughs> if it's a bigger issue than I than I thought going in for him. I, it's, I felt the exact same way when he usually to me, he's like, yeah, peace, love, happiness, you know, salsa, we're all doing it. (laughs) And then at the end when, and Kale, like you said, was so poignant and it, it really hit me what he said too. Cause again, I know we've talked, I have conversations like this or, you know, different views than other people. And it was just really nice. But what, uh, Austin said was something like, I'm going to need, yeah, I, I hear you and whatever, but I'm going to need some time to process this. I want to be like, y- you got married with less thought than you're, than how you're responding to this situation. Like, I feel like he has been super laid back and barely had a pulse about anything until this conversation. And he didn't say a whole lot, but I felt like I saw what you saw where maybe it's still bothering him or something. And again, if that, perhaps he didn't say it was a big issue, but if I I would imagine if it's that big of an issue for you, that you would be saying that when you're getting matched on a reality show to get married to somebody, I, I would right. assume, I would assume that you would say, I am very Christian and I don't 
I just, I don't even want to try to date someone that's not the same faith as I am or whatever. Right. Um, right. And, and maybe I'm not saying that's how he feels. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know yet. I don't know how big a deal this is going to be for them, but it just felt like they've had the way she got upset and the way she was talking about it made me feel that maybe they have had a couple more conversations about it or she's nervous about it. I know she tried to talk to him about it on the honeymoon and he didn't want to talk about it. And, um, and there was some weird moment where she said something about it's going to be a problem for, I don't know, something like that. But I, I know that he, he avoided it on the honeymoon, but I start, I'm starting to think that they've talked about it more and that's why it was brought up this evening. I like I I like how Kale handled it. I think we're going to hear about it again. But when he even said after Becca was upset and said, "I dealt with this, you know, in my life with close friends," and and Kale tries to bring Austin into that conversation too, like, yeah, you know, no one wants to feel like they're doomed, you know, like doomed to go to, hell, you know, getting into these conversations. And and I think that Kale was trying to bring him along and. Austin nodded and sort of smiled and stuff, but man, I hope this isn't a thing, you know, and, and Kale even, I don't know if you picked up on it. I'm sure you did because you pick up on more than I do, but he said after he asked them both, what's your, what's your faith based on Austin and Becca, what, what, what is the, you know, the basis of your spirituality. And they both agreed, love, kindness, you know, different things like that. And he said, yeah, see, that's why I didn't think you two were far off from one another. So Kale actually sort of acknowledged that maybe the experts had this conversation about them like, oh, he's a Christian. Is How's this going to fly? And, you know, like you said, maybe he wasn't totally upfront if it's a bigger deal. I know. I feel between that and um, him thinking that after he gets married, he should just keep his roomie for a while instead of going into the place where there is no roommate. I just don't know that he's thinking things through or that he's thinking about this in a very mature slash realistic marriage type situation. And she does seem like she's really trying to get there. So I don't know. Do you think when they do bone, he's going to wear his hat backwards? Yes. That I maybe even too. two of them. Oh yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> he had a lot of hats and a lot of hats. I hope she wears the cowboy one when they bone. Cause she looked adorable in that one. Oh, so she did. I hope for his, I hope she does that for him if, if he deserves it. <laughs> When they end 69. When they end 69. I love it. They were talking about uh, chores a lot. And um, I understand that he takes out the trash. You know, I'm a big fan of that. I think that's (laughs) great. But uh, they didn't really talk about cooking. So I would like to tell them that we have America's number one meal kit for eating clean as a sponsor. uh, It's Green Chef. They take the work out of eating clean. So this holiday season... You don't have to lose track of healthy eating habits, okay? Every Green Chef customer gets a free session with registered dietitians who can walk you through how to make clean eating work for you. Sign up and start your journey towards better health 
with Green Chef. They are also um, now owned by HelloFresh, who is also a sponsor of ours. So there's a wide array of meal plans to choose from, something for everyone. You can switch between the brands, and now so can you guys. Mary, I know you love Green Chef too. I do love Green Chef, and I also I love it, especially now during the holiday season, because it doesn't have to be boring to eat clean. Honestly, they have such amazing flavor-packed recipes like buttery lemon garlic shrimp, maple butternut squash risotto, sriracha tamar- tamari beef bowls. I probably said that wrong, but I know how to eat them and they're delicious. <laughs> That's all that matters. You can feel your best with fresh seasonal recipes featuring certified organic fruits and vegetables, organic cage-free eggs, sustainably sourced seafood, and obviously, you go to greenchef.com slash 60mypodcast and use code 60mypodcast altogether to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. That is a really good deal. I think it's the best one we've had so far. So go yeah. to greenchef.com slash 60mypodcast. Use code 60mypodcast to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. I just had to break things up with an ad before we go into Lauren and Orion, and I just Ugh. get my heart rate just through the roof. Um, Girl. I, what? He's all over the map. I absolutely loved that he was on After Party tonight because I, I'm still going to talk shit. And I'm not, not to be mean, but we're bewildered. Our heads are spinning along with Lauren's. But it was so weird to see him on After Party taking a little bit of accountability because we haven't seen that in the past on After Party. That's true. I was glad they had him on there. Um, I he, he even said, right, didn't, didn't he say he should have moved in, right? He did say yeah. that at the end. Yeah. He, said that's so, he said he stood by – at the beginning, he said he stood by his decision. And yeah. then later, he said he should have moved in. So not not – not unlike Orion, he waffled at least True, one time even, on a 20 yeah. minute show. But I look, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I really don't understand. There's, there's something more here. He tried, when he tried to explain himself on After Party and he said, well, um, sometimes I generalize my thoughts, but it isn't clear to the other person what I'm saying, but I know what I'm saying. I'm like, no, you said I want to work this out and have a reset. And then you texted her two seconds later and said you want a divorce. That's not generalizing thoughts. So that didn't explain it to me. I think he's also just a case of obviously very immature. Yes. Clearly has no um, ability to provide as word that we love, grace. So Uh often comes up. but. Mm -hmm. Uh, at, at this point, and she said that she said he has an offer. They met up with the people, the other couples, to leave the honeymoon, and she wasn't wearing a ring. And she said we're having irreconcilable differences. And he said, "No, things are just, um, you know, just things are just murky. They're just kind of yeah, murky. just murky. And yeah. No, um, you have. We get it. It was there was an uncomfortable moment in that hot tub. She is bent over backwards." said she'd make a PowerPoint presentation on this at this point. Seriously. And, and, um, and she completely, it's all, it's all so, I hate, again, I used this last week, I think, but gaslighting because the, the way he 
judged her for saying that she had sex two months ago. And then all of a sudden that was Oh, that's the gone away. He, oh, that's gone away. And she doesn't even get she doesn't even get the the apology no. that she doesn't get anything. Now she's just back to beating herself up. Having to grovel, and, grovel yeah. for this fucking guy and and beg his forgiveness. And I'm not saying that she looks like she's doing that because I think, you know, she's just really, really trying, but he does not deserve an ounce. She has, she has put in so much effort from day one and he has, and I, I do stand by that with the gaslighting because he has, it's been just too many times and too many situations he's moved the goalpost and made and to literally make her feel crazy and it's it's gross and the fact that the experts uh, haven't moved in with the two of them you know <laughs> it surprises me well it just seemed i was really really glad at the very end of i can't believe that was a 4 hour conversation first of all that oh, he revealed on after God. party was 4 hours and we found out that on the honeymoon that the after the moment in the hot tub where she laughed at a bad time anyway we're not going back we all know what happened she has said she is sorry like come on she didn't she's not malicious she is a, and nicole even tried to bring that up on after party and you could see she was starting to make a really good point and he interrupted her did you see that yes yes yes, yes. it made me because she was talking about that and um i forget what he I, she started to say you, you know talk about like well as a black woman, obviously, um, which I, I forget. I can't remember the, the exact words, but Nicole was about to make a really good point, and he was he was agreeing with her, and then he stopped it before she could go further because they, yep. he, I think he knew that she was about to make a really good point, and she wasn't being mean. She was being no, she's being truthful. What we've all been screaming and speaking for her weeks truth. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just, but that's the thing is that he can't listen. This guy he doesn't listen. He only mm -hmm. hears what's going on in here. And she has, again, she took, I, I told, I said this a couple of weeks ago that she, when she said, she, when she feels like she fucked up, she tends to grow up, like, like bask in shame and guilt. And I am very much the same way. So, so knowing that about myself and knowing, and we're all watching it. It's not like you guys don't all see this, but it just makes me so furious to watch someone just continue to throw punches at this person who's already punching herself and yeah. she doesn't even need to. I mean, she, she has, she's already done what she needed to do and this guy won't let it go. Keeps, like you said, moving the goalposts on what his problem is. First it was that. Um, and then it was that he embarrassed her entire culture, which this is not true. It was a, you know, and then, um, and then it was the sex thing. It was that she had sex. And then it was because she wasn't, taking the relationship seriously enough like he was. Okay, sure. Ugh, yeah. You took it real seriously. You're bailed at the first, oh, right. And, oh, but sorry, I went off on tangent, but the only other thing I could think of was how he also said they had to stop filming for a bit and when that happened on the honeymoon and they had like a two or three hour conversation after that. I thought this, oh, this bait, talk, I mean, this guy and his feelings and the talking, I, I mean, I would have already snapped his neck. I don't know how I know. she I know. I, I don't get it. I I is he just is he that easily influenced that 
he can be talked into something in a conversation. I mean, to go from I want a divorce to then the plane ride home, uh, you know, from the honeymoon, he's like, man, just kidding. Let's give it a shot to they walk into the new apartment with pizzas. I mean, it looked nice to me. I'd want to hang out there for a little bit to then he's now he's not going to to then. I mean, it's so it's so it's just plain mean because I truly think that Lauren is somebody who could have really flourished in this experiment or this experience or whatever you want to call it. If she was paired with somebody that was worthy of her and her maturity and it really stinks. And I almost wish they would do a show where people get a do over because she's somebody who I truly do think got robbed of this experience. She did. And she even said it. She said he robbed us both of this experience because of his inability to provide any sort of grace or forgiveness over something stupid. She was like, this is stupid. And and she's right now. Now I'm not calling someone's feeling stupid from a few weeks ago, this and that, but at this point it's stupid. It's dumb. It is. She has proven that she wants to, she's even told you she's still attracted to you. I don't know how you're still attracted to someone after he's been acting like this, but she is. She's given you so much to go with. And that's why I was glad at the end when she said, I, you know, all I'm thinking is I can't wait to be in a marriage with someone who wants to try as hard as I do. I mean, that was the only sort of, uh, shade. I would, I guess you would say that she threw at him because she's just been sitting there taking this shit on the chin and she shouldn't be. And it just, he, I, I can't figure out cause okay. Cause like you said, so she tells us after that on the, on the plane ride home, he says, um, he wants to do a do a flip and mm-hmm. a full reset. They go back to the the apartment and they eat, and then they decide he's like, "But you know, but still, I think I'm just going to take a couple days or night to be away, and <laughs> yeah, you know, and get a clear know. mind, and hey, you know, just get my checks and emotion. How was your workout? You know, he yeah, does this really yeah. weird thing yeah. where he talks nice when he is being a complete dick, and. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing we know is she's putting on her makeup, telling us that he um, texted her that he doesn't want to continue the marriage, that he doesn't want to do a full reset, but he does want to continue the process, which I don't even know. What She was like, I don't, what does that mean? The process is the marriage. There's no process well, it, after this. It felt very Alyssa from Boston. It felt very like, you know what? I'm, I don't want to be married, but I'm, I wouldn't mind staying in that nice apartment for a couple more weeks and, and yeah. hanging out in the common area. If you guys doesn't are he live with his mom? So yeah, I guess he does want to. Live I was going to say it was probably a, a fuck a real treat. Yeah, <laughs> having a having a bathroom to himself. I don't know. I I I don't I don't understand. I mean, he hasn't even given us any clarity of of the waffling. I mean, it's come up so much. I mean, Keisha did her best. Everybody's asking him. I don't know what makes him think. The way he does, I don't think he does. When Pia literally said to him that she's like, I'm just having a hard time understanding the rigidity that of you of not wanting to give her grace or not wanting to forgive Lauren. And and then he he said it was because he'd lost all romantic interest. I call horse shit on that too. Because it maybe, I mean, I don't know, I can't tell you what he's thinking, but he said over and over, we have chemistry, we have this, we have that. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I just think he doesn't have anything worthy to say. I know. And so I am not any sort of psychiatrist. I have no degrees in anything but acting. What? Yeah, I know. It's shocking. (laughs) Um, 
And I do have a degree in theater, just so everyone knows. Bachelor of Arts, okay? So I, yeah, I, um, I, I'm trying to, right now, this is just coming up in my mind, because there was all this talk at the beginning about his mom and matriarch, right? Yeah. And his strong women. And remember when he said to her dad, very way back at the very beginning, I don't want to be bossed around? Oh, yeah, Sarah. I, I, and that, but he, there was something he said later about having to protect his mom. Yeah, because he was talking about tone and stuff last week. I now am just gonna just call it mommy issues. He's got some mommy issues or something because, something. yeah, something about a strong woman sends him running for the hills. And I have no idea what his mom's like. I have no idea. I don't have any clue what he's meant when he said matriarch. I don't know what any of, I don't know what he is talking about, but all I can deduce now is that he's got some kind of issue. Well, (laughs) and he needs a lot of therapy for it. I think Dr. Sarah, that you're not far off because I think that 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 has come up and it, and remember how he would bring up that um, Lauren's tone or if she raised her voice or if she was heated, he just couldn't, you know, handle it. And even when they were talking to Pia, he said, he said, we're not, we were never able to constructively talk about things because of how Lauren reacts. She goes from zero Ugh. to a hundred and Lauren says, well, that's fair, but it's not like I'm not react. It's not like I'm reacting to nothing. And then I was so, and, P- and then Pia swoops in and says, well, it does take time to build a skill set to react appropriately when you're feeling defensive. Basically, like, I- I'm surprised Lauren didn't snap his neck. You know what I mean? If her tone went a little shrill or something, I think that makes sense. But oh, Mary, when got to be when something. He, what he said that, blamed it on her and said it's because of her reaction. They haven't been yeah. able to have a conversation. I almost went in the kitchen and set my own tits on fire. <laughs> I was I was so mad for her when he yes. said that because that is again in the overused term, but this one it's right. That is such a gaslighting it's bullshit. It's not yes. true. I who wouldn't go completely insane from someone who goes, you know what? I want a full reset and then turns around and then walks back in and goes, you know what? I actually, I, I can't do this. I, I just want a divorce. I, you know uh, what? I wish she hadn't slept with someone. You know what? It's not about that. You know what it is? You offended me. You know, like, uh, I mean, uh-uh. I, the tables would she, be flipped. Oh, I would have a restraining flipped. order on me. It would be, be bad. They would have to land the plane if he told me on the plane he wanted to to give things a shot again. I'd be on CNN or MSNBC. I'd have my first TV appearance because I would fucking I would I would go hard. <laughs> oh, podcaster loses her shit on Southwest Airlines. Sorry, I'm putting you on Southwest. <laughs> um, thanks. I yeah i I can't even. I would go to full. It would be. Um, oh, I don't watch them anymore, but I did. I watched like the the OG New Jersey Housewives. I remember. Oh, Teresa. Yeah, sure. Oh, prostitution, whoa, and flipping, yeah. <laughs> flipping the table. That yes is one hundred percent. So if he thinks she was zero to one hundred, I'm just mm-hmm. glad that I haven't run into him because I don't. And I know that we haven't. I guess there's some that we haven't seen because she seems to be 
either admitting or copping to having a strong reaction. But again, as Pia said, as we're saying, um, no, no one's ever trying to say there's a great reason to yell or to lose your temper. But you're not just because you have a really condescending tone, just because you basically slut shame me and then go, how was your workout, honey? I, yeah. I mean, that's psychotic. Yeah. I'm that's sorry. Saying, you, need, that's, you need to have a little bit more of a reaction to something. Well, I, I don't think Ted Bundy lost his cool and got riled up either. You know <laughs> what I mean? I think, I mean, that doesn't, I think that he's a sociopath a little bit. That was maybe I, re- I didn't need to compare <laughs> Orion to a very famous serial killer but i'm what i'm just what i'm trying to say is do whatever you want it's your podcast just just because you have a calm demeanor doesn't mean you're an angel or just because you don't raise your voice doesn't mean that the person who's responding to you that does raise their voice is is guiltier or worse or whatever no the way when he said at the end sitting there just looking at her and goes i just i hope you're okay (gasps) oh I mean, I, I would the way want, they would have had to pull. They would oh, have yeah. to pull, <laughs> they would <have> to pull <laughs> me off of him. I know. I mean, I it, it's it's like he's almost like instigating. You know, he's almost like he's fucking with her, like just being antagonistic. Like, hope hope you're okay. Sorry, I ruined your life and the one chance you had to find love. If, you know, with the help of experts, but I, it 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 was. It was, I mean, Pia looked confused. Lauren, and this is what I hated because she just looked so beaten down. And, and I, I think it's between him, um, get pointing all these fingers at her, making her feel like shit about something that is, is she's not a malicious person. She's not an asshole. It's very clear. She's bent over backwards to say that she wants to make this work. She even said, Pia asked him, Asked, said, you know, can you extend her the same kind of grace that she's given you, acknowledging that he, you yeah. know, he has something to be sorry for here, but he doesn't see it. It's Mm-mm. like it's 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 maddening. I still, I, I, you, you said something last week, and I don't know if it was on Patreon or if it was on the regular, <clears throat> but I, I think that it was very convenient for him to bring all that up again after he knew he stepped in it with the slut shaming. And I think that he has stuck with that. I agree with you and myself since I said it last week, (laughs) but (laughs) I, I couldn't, there was something he said. Oh, just like when he said on after party, well, I think I, I tend to generalize things in my mind and I know what I'm talking about. Cause Keisha said, you told her you want to do a full reset. And then he, it's like, well, what did you? What do you mean generalized? You said I want to do a full reset because we have chemistry and we should make this work. There's no, there's no misunderstanding that. That's what you said, and I don't know how Ke- Keisha was just trying. She was like, "All right, I'm not going to answer. This guy's just going to talk in circles." But he said something else on the show and the, during that meeting with Pia when she said, um, "Okay, so he said, Lauren said." Um, she was blindsided with this divorce text. And Orion says, well, we tried to meet up before this and you know, it just didn't really work out. And she said, that's not true. You said, when do you want to meet up? I told you my availability and then I never heard from you again. And then you wrote, I want a divorce. So yes. that's how that went. And then um, 
she talked about how confusing his back and forth is. And this motherfucker <laughs> said, well, he wanted to focus on the future, um, but not just about about them, just the future as a whole. Just the future, like the like what's not right now, what's tomorrow. Didn't mean like with her. Yeah. Just, so when yeah. when I said focus on the future, I meant we should focus on the on the future. Yeah. On the on my future se- separate from you. you it's know? like your joke, Mary. What's that joke that you tell about um the uh, the future the the passage of time? Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. That like chronology, like the passing of time through events in which they occur. You got to be shitting me. Yes. But what do you say who do you say that to? Oh, to uh, to the lady who says, uh, my life is one thing after another. Yes. And then that Mary, anyway, we're telling her joke out of order, but it's funny. And it reminded me of Orion basically saying yeah. these things and just not making any sense. And Pia even looked shook. I mean, now we know she was there for four hours. I, I will give him credit for going on after party because we do know that that is elective. They're not required to, as um, Keisha even mentioned that they have <gasps> invited Brennan. She yes. threw some shade yeah, she on that. Did. Yeah. Yes, she did. Yeah. She was like, we'd love to hear his perspective, but we keep asking him to come back on after party and he won't come back. So I give Orion credit for sitting in the hot seat, knowing that this episode was this. Uh, but that's about all I'll give him. You know what? He he knows how to say the right things, though. You know, I mean, because even watching it, I'm like, I and I'm sure that's what Lauren did. Lauren, I mean, even watching After Party tonight, like, who the fuck am I? Some lady in Philadelphia just watching this show, just really sinking her teeth in. And he's talking. I'm like, wow, like he, you know, he feels bad. He wishes he moved in. You know, he's showing some compassion. But then again, who knows? Who knows? He could flip like a switch. And I guarantee you that's what he did to Lauren with every time he gave her a different answer. She wanted to believe him. Yeah. I listen, speaking of four hours, I think uh, <laughs> I'm going to go hitchhike my way over to Patreon or I'm probably going to be <laughs> signing up for this show for when they do a more mature couples episode <laughs> next time they come through Philly. Oh, my God. The golden maths holes. They should totally yeah. do golden maths. Um, so, yes, we are going to go over to Patreon. We have way more thoughts. Um, I have some other thoughts about Brennan. Well, all of them actually. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. We have more to say. Um, we've, ha- we've held you captive, much like Orion held us captive for a couple of weeks, but now we are free. We're going to go over to Patreon and please join us if you can. It's only $7 a month. There's a ton of fun over there. Plus we have Sunday episodes that are not Married at First Sight related. Get your merch at the link in our bio. Please come see me at Syracuse Funny Bone, December 29th through the 31st. See me in Spokane, February 1st through the 3rd. Mary, I know you have a show on the 29th of this month. Yes, December 29th. Uh, it's a Friday night outside of Philadelphia. I'm going to be at Soul Joel's. Uh, tickets, you can grab them on my website, marywoodzinski.com. And I will be in Austin, Texas at Cap City, January 12th and 13th. Again, tickets, marywoodzinski.com. Come see me. Go see live comedy. Oh, Sarah and ever listeners, thank you. Let's keep going. Thank you. 
Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?